James, uh, so Lulu, you like what our last guest was saying? Love what he's saying. Couldn't agree more with him. <laughs> I think Lulu's got, uh, we think Lulu's got legs, and we think as people get back into the workplace, uh, we think as the holidays are coming, uh, Lulu's got the lifestyle that, uh, that everybody wants to wear. So, so we think they're going to have a good holiday season. Uh, more importantly, we think this is the kind of company that's run by great management, continuously expanding their margins, uh, driving strong cash flow. And that's what we look for in companies. We think it's going to, we think it's the kind of company that, that, that we can hold for, you know, maybe not generations, but certainly for, for an extended period of time. You got any insight into uh, their supply chain or their inventory? Because things are a little bit dicey right now. Some of the best companies out there are dropping like flies. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, I tell you, that would be a better call for one of our analysts to make in, in, from a general standpoint with regard to apparel. The apparel companies that I've been watching, that I've been talking to and following, you know, a lot of them have, uh, you know, things are probably getting to the peers a little bit late, but considering that a lot of their court fourth quarter purchases really have to be done and in the bag by the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter, I think a lot of them are going to be in pretty good shape. It's not like some of the product companies that are that really have to be on the shelves for Christmas. What about the consumer spending power? COVID lifted personal incomes, lifted savings. We've seen a little bit of that deplete, uh, but is there enough to keep the growth rates for these discretionary businesses going? Absolutely. You know, I think we've seen it come down a little bit. I think we see it come down a little bit more, kind of smoothing out the tapering that we see ahead from the Fed. But but there's still plenty of balances in those bank accounts, both on the corporate side and on the individual side. And we think that's going to we think that's going to carry the consumer uh, for the foreseeable future. You know, keep in mind that when the Fed let all that liquidity out in the market uh, well over a year ago, uh, a lot of uh, a, a lot of people. Uh, banked that banked the surplus. They didn't pour it right into the economy. So the consumer is really acting like a smoothing agent for that liquidity. And I think we've got a while to ride that out yet. Mm, I like that point, uh, the smoothing agent. Uh, so James, are you uh, surprised, impressed, or uh, unsurprised by the way this market in the last two weeks has seemingly sent a message that inflation five and a half percent and the Fed's November to December timeline is okay by risk assets? No, I'm not. I'm not really surprised at all. I think the hiccups we saw earlier this month were were more to do with uncertainty coming out of the Beltway and less to do with a taper tantrum than a little bit of frustration with our elected officials and not being able to really get our arms around what kind of stimulus to expect and how the tax situation might be might be playing out, as well as, of course, the knee-jerk reaction and fears to the debt ceiling and stuff like that. So the recovery I'm seeing, I expected to see. I think that there's a lot of clear signals that inflation, uh, uh, considerable portions of it were transitory. I think there's some fears that, uh, especially with energy and labor, maybe not so much the case, and supply chain bottlenecks. But quite frankly, we feel a lot of that is overblown. And the supply chain bottlenecks, um, you know, the Fed has almost all but admitted that, that liquidity certainly had something to do with that. And as we start mopping up that liquidity, I think markets straighten themselves out from that standpoint. So, James, what else jumps out to you as having that next leg of the recovery and exposure to whatever this next post-COVID stage is? In addition to Lulu, what do you like? Well, more than anything else, we like product in, productivity enhancing uh, opportunities. We absolutely love Microsoft and what they're doing with the Azure, uh, some of the other players in the cloud as well. But simply speaking, you know, to the extent that there are wage pressures and to the extent that, uh, that uh, wages are going up, 
We don't think that's a bad thing. We think that puts power in consumers' hands and puts some spending in the hands of people that actually need it. Um, but you know, that would be a risk of upward in, of a spiral upward if it wasn't offset by what we expect in terms of strong uh, strong uh, gains in productivity. And we think there's a ton of companies out there that have yet to experience uh, the 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 benefits that uh, investing in technology can uh, can provide, especially in a tightening labor market. So we're, we're big fans of productivity, I think, more than anything else right now. All right.